Welcome to the city. We're about to have our guest, Sierra, back on. And we're about to hear, guys. So let's get into it. She's been down and out. She's been wrote about. She's been talked about. Another live, okay. Up into the city with BK Butcher, woman of the hour, you know. She the god of the hour. I'm the woman of the hour. Technically, we're both gods, but we're going to talk about that later. I'm about to say, because you are a god too, okay? Don't Amen. Okay. Grab it. Embrace it. Okay. God, we put the god in goddess, okay? That's what we do. That's what we do. That's why we're here, so you can embrace that too. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Topic, hey topic. I'm still trying to get used to this whole Instagram live thing because usually I'll be doing my Facebook live. Uh huh. You know, I can still. I can get more views through Facebook. Probably. Probably. More than likely. I normally go on here, I go on like, I used to do Periscope, but I don't need Periscope. I can never get with Periscope. But this is fine for me. But if we could transfer it over to Facebook Live, maybe once in a while, if you want to do like yeah. something like that one day, we could do that. That's cool. Yeah, because like I got a heavy following on Facebook. So that's probably why it'd be popping for me. Yeah. I need to build my following on Instagram. So yeah, we're, we're gonna stick with this. We're gonna stick with this. So we back. How are you, how you been since the last live? What's new? Girl. Look, when I tell you spiritual warfare has been going on, your girl has been fighting. Bang, bang. Yes. Yes. For real. Okay. (laughs) Knock them out. But, you know, um, we're more than than conquerors through Christ. Jesus gives us strength. So I've been pushing through, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, for real, for real, I'm just grateful because I feel like it's just refining me, you know, mm-hmm. it's making me stronger, making me wiser, mm-hmm. um, preparing my children, even though I have one little baby girl, but, you know, um, it's necessary, it's yeah. necessary. It's definitely been a lot of eye-opening situations for me, mm-hmm. um, especially understanding that things are not going to come to you easy, okay? Okay. No, ma'am. I was just talking about that before you hopped on. Yeah, yeah, I'm dead ass serious. Cause I said sometimes your hustle gotta be harder than your yes. expectations. Cause, yes. Cause when you have expectations, you put yourself at a lockbox. It's like a bare yep. minimum type thing. So once you reach that goal, you like, all right, what's next? When in all actuality, you gotta hustle ten times harder with no expectations for yourself, cause your expectations should be limitless. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's a lot of the reason to why I procrastinated and been lazy mm-hmm. because, you know, I'll expect or I just won't really, I just won't really expect anything for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think really and truly my expectations were too low. I think that that's what my problem was. Right. Um, I, I would say, because, you know, I used to be homeless, so I would say, okay, as soon as I get my apartment, I, I'm good. And then I get my apartment, and I become complacent. 
you know, I won't want to strive for that million dollar home or anything because I'm just happy to not be homeless anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm now getting to a place where it's like, okay, you, these are just steps. Mm-hmm. Okay, you achieved that. Now what? Now get on to the next thing, you know? And then being willing to continuously fight no matter how hard it is. Right. Because when things begin hard for me, I just be like, I'm through. I'm yeah. done. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. It, oh, it, it's not meant to be. It's just not meant to be. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. it really is meant for you. Yeah. It really is meant to be for and, you. And it's the drive. It's all about the drive. I understand. Yeah. Like, I really understand the whole, you know, you got to have support. But sometimes you are the backup. I've seen this post. You I, are your own support. Girl, I, was, I had made a video on this the other day. You are your own backup. And sometimes it's good to have common like friends like you know we're you know on the same mindset same time frame you know it kind of gives you the extra push the extra confirmation of your affirmation that you made for yourself or whatever the case may be but at the end of the day you cannot write one thing i remember when i was younger i used to write on the mirror like how beautiful i was what I didn't yeah. like about myself and the things I didn't like about myself by the end of like the six months or whatever I loved about myself, you know, yeah. because yeah. sometimes you need that. You need to embrace your flaws because if you don't embrace yeah. your flaws, nobody else is. They're going to the pick truth. on them harder because they know you're insecure about them. That's the truth. And so that was a part of the video that I had made. It was talking about encouraging yourself. See, everybody talks about that song, that gospel song. It'd be like, encourage yourself. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm sorry. I don't think I, you know, I ain't singing it right, but. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I get it. I get the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I would go around looking for people to give me that encouragement, looking for people to give me that support, to get me to that next level or whatever the case. But whenever it wasn't coming to me, I would get my feelings. I would be like, I'm done with the world. I give up. I'm mm-hmm. through. And so one day, God legit knocked me on my head and he said, Sierra, you looking at, you know, you looking to get it from everybody else, but I already placed that within you. You need to be digging down with the within yourself and pulling it out right. and using what I've already given you. Right. Like for real, for real, we are our biggest enemies. We mm-hmm. are the only things that slow us down. It mm-hmm. ain't our mother, our father, or our cousins, our boyfriends, girlfriends. It's us. Right. And like even those people that are in our lives that are trying to slow us down, mm-hmm. we're allowing it. Yep. You know. We allow it. We have to stop allowing these things to slow us down and carry ourselves accordingly. Do what we need to be doing so we can get to where God has really called for us to be. Yep. And it's all about setting up goals for yourself. If you don't have goals, it could be short term or long term. I normally yeah. do like two short-term goals. I accomplish those. So my short-term goals for the end of the year, before the end of the year, I want to make sure I have my license. Because I don't want, want to be 28, 30 without my license, okay? I already push it 26 I without it. I'm already pushing 26 without it. I feel Nikki. So, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I got to get it, you know? But, that but you is, live in New York, don't you? No, I live in VA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You from New York. 
Yeah. So I live in VA, so we gotta have the, you know, and it's not too many buses out here. I just don't understand. So I and I be feeling weak when I gotta walk and take a lift and shit like that. I mean, I don't mind taking a lift because sometimes I don't wanna. I don't want to get behind the wheel. I'm nervous. And I have that fear only because because my friend passed away. As I told you before, my friend passed away from drunk driving. And that kind of put a damper. Because she was pushing me to get my license. And then she she passed away behind the wheel. And that kind of like halted my progress. But I got to push through it. You know, because it's moves I got to make. And I need that license. So, yes. I'm telling you, like, it's unfortunate that those things happen, but it's like we all got to go one day. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So we can't let the fear of those things, Mm -hmm. you know, coming towards us, Mm -hmm. stop us from doing what we really need to do. You know, because there's so many things that, like I said, we're all going to go. But until that time, you have to do what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Finish what you need to finish. Start what you need to start. Mm-hmm. You know, create the relationships. Make an impact. Don't mm-hmm. let fear get in the way of nothing. We don't right. have time for that. We don't. Right. We really don't. Because right. like you said, we could be here today, gone tomorrow. Yep. But for the time that we're here, go get your mother freaking license. Okay. Period. Okay. Period. <laughs> yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes, and that's the trick of the enemy. The enemy tries to put this fear in us Mm because he wants to keep us stagnant. He don't want us reaching what God has called for us to reach. So he's got to put certain things in place to cause us to be stuck. Right, and sometimes you have to move out of your comfort zone. Everybody has a comfort zone. Everybody has that thing. Okay, I I was, you know, I used to do drugs. Not me, not personally. I don't want people to just go on the table and shit. Not me personally. But, you know, it's certain things that people used to, you know, do, dabble in, that hold them back and they be like, okay, I got over this milestone, what's the next one? You have to set yourself up for success every day of your life. Every second of your life. You have to do something to set yourself up for your next big move. You don't know who you're going to meet in the street. You don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes. You may walk bump into a millionaire who's willing to invest in your business, but you you don't look like you're ready for, for that investment. So that might not be presented to you right now. Because you don't, you're not ready mentally for that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and women, as women, I'm getting into this real quick. I'm just gonna jump into it because as women, we need to stop bashing each other when it comes to men. I get it. You know, he was mine, and I slept with him, and I. Okay, you slept with him, but what else did you do? Because at the end of the day. I mean, you can sleep with an enemy. Like, is that a trophy? You like, still gonna get bit. You still gonna get bit. You still gonna get bit. You, Adam went into the garden and he got bit by the snake. Or Eve. Right. Some, one of them got bit by the snake. I think they both got bit, but Adam just took the fault because he didn't want her to seem like he wasn't protecting her. That's what I think. I think they both got bit, but Adam's was worse than Eve's. I think that's what happened. But, you know, 
it's like you gotta take fault for your actions and you cannot blame another person for what you're dealing with and i understand it is hard because i do get it you know i get it you know from our conversations um but I had to stop victim blaming myself. And I think that's why I was being victim blamed because I was victim blaming myself. I was like, well, I didn't do this and I put up with this for so long and this, this, and this. But at the end of the day, I chose that way. I, but I knew when I left, that was it. It was done. Sometimes you have to push through that door because them boundaries, you, you put chains on yourself. And sometimes them chains weigh you down. They're heavy. Yeah. The heartache, so, the pain, the crying, the having to, you know, go through certain things with that person or with another person. Because once you go through something traumatic, it's kind of like people are like, oh, just get over it. That's something you can't just get over. And I understand that's just a saying or whatever. But some things you cannot just get over. Not everybody heals the same. Not everybody deals with traumas the same. That's why they're counselors. There are people who you talk to and, you know, stuff like that. Because you can't deal with trauma just like Tom deals with trauma. Just because Tom goes to hang out with his boys and kicks rocks and shit like that. And he skips his pawn, you know. That is true. I agree. I think that when it comes to getting over a situation, getting over, each person, like you said, it's individualized so whatever you have to do to help yourself get over that situation mm-hmm. because regardless you cannot just sit in it right. you can't right. I'm sorry you may want to mm-hmm. but at the end of the day that's not going to be healthy for you mentally physically spiritually right. you know it's not going to be healthy Right. so you have to try and find a way to right. get over it now mm-hmm. whatever your process is of getting over it find that Mm-hmm. If it's meditation, mm-hmm. cool. If you feel like it's prayer, Jesus, hallelujah, praise the Lord. If you feel like it's that, pray, call mm-hmm. on his name. If mm-hmm. you feel like it's drinking a little bit every here and again. Now, I'm not saying that's healthy, but <laughs> if that's your way of releasing, look, that was my way. Mm-hmm. It sometimes still is my way, you know? Do what you have to do to get yourself out of it. If it's texting that person and telling that person how you feel, you know what I'm saying? You really jacked me up. I don't like what you did to me. Let them know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do whatever it is that you need to do to to be able to get yourself to a place where you're healed. Because you deserve that. Yeah. People learn to cope. And that's that's a that's a human nature. It's you know yeah. you have coping mechanisms that would happen, yeah. but that restrains your progress, and that causes you to be procrastinating. Because you now you're sitting here getting drunk at three in the morning, then you're not waking up to twelve in the afternoon. You're not getting your day started till like one or two. By then the day you're fucking over. Hey. <laughs> like yeah, you know yeah. and that's not, yeah, you that's can't, not the healthiest way, but. Those things are like pacifiers. It's like with a baby, and I think I told you this already, but mm-hmm. like with a baby, a baby, the main issue, if a baby is crying, mm-hmm. the main issue to why they're crying to be they're hungry, uh-huh. you know, but maybe the mother doesn't have a bottle for the baby right then mm-hmm. at that moment. So right. what will they do? 
they may give that baby a pacifier to help right. that baby cope until the actual problem is taken care of. Right. You know? So when we go through these situations, it's like, okay, the main issue is this is the problem. Yeah. You know? But until we get to that place of having that problem fixed, we'll find certain pacifiers, mm-hmm. you know, to help us cope with the situation. Right. But at the end of the day, the problem still needs to be fixed or else yeah. that, that pain is just going to keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And you're going to keep dealing with it. I spoke about this in my podcast about a month ago or so. Until you know how to deal with a certain problem, it's going to keep being presented to you in a different way. That is the whole truth. And, you know, you may think, okay, because two times two is four. I, I learned how to do two times two. But you didn't learn all these twos. You didn't learn two times two. Yeah. You didn't learn, yeah. you know, two times six. And you didn't learn the rest of your tools so that now you stuck. You should be like, okay, well, I got to do this, 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 and it's a It's a pattern. But at the end of the day, you have to learn you. Because if you don't know who you are, you can't expect somebody to be okay with learning you as well. Or oh presenting yourself gosh, to another right. person. Same for the people in the background. You can't present yourself to another person. Oh, this is who I am. You're putting on a fraud. You're a facade. You're putting on, you know, a, a mask. And that's not okay. I mean, that's I get fair. it. Sometimes you put on a mask for your own protection because you don't know who the other person is. You don't yep. know who they identify to. You don't know who yep. they're connected to. You don't know what they were connected to. And as we talked about soul ties before, because that happens. A lot of people yep. create soul ties with demons. And then they wonder why they can't get a good man or they can't get a good woman or whatever because they're connected to a fraudulent person to begin with. And you gave yeah. your all to that person. And you yeah. were soaking in that. You were so in love and then you found out they were fraudulent and now you're mad and you want to do this and you want to do that. I don't fight people. I'm sorry. I I, 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 I may. If it's if it, if it the internet. We're not gonna. We're not gonna speak. Uh, I, I don't talk. Uh, um, I, may, I may swing a little something, something, but uh, you know Jesus is working on me. Hear Just no evil, swing. see no evil, speak no evil. I see positivity. <laughs> I hear positivity. I see positivity. I don't do that. But you know, if if you know, I I I'm gonna make put myself on a on a, <laughs> on a pedestal, and I don't want to get shunned. So we're gonna move on. But you need to know who you are in order to level up the way you need to because until you know who you are you can't get what's for you that is girl can we pause for a second because you are preaching preach for real this has been something that i have struggled with for the longest time Mm-hmm. so bad to the point where I would have mental breakdowns mm-hmm. because I was trying so hard to be what everybody else told me to be versus coming to accept who I am. So right. let me give you an example. For First of all, I'm going to say this in the cleanest way possible. Mm-hmm. I am a sensual woman, okay? Mm-hmm. I I like to be I I don't I'm not like overly sexualized but mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with my sexuality my femininity mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not afraid to embrace that mm-hmm. now 
Well, we're gonna play but, this song for you, you know, in a minute. Oh, Hold on, we about to knock the boots real quick. Uh, we gonna play the song for you real quick. <laughs> set you a set your big. We gonna take an intermission tip. Get the towel wet. Okay. Look, pony, pony used to be girl. I would practice to that song. Okay. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but like being in the church, okay, mm-hmm. and you know dealing with church folk and all that extra stuff. They always say, oh well, you know being. Sexual woman and all that—that's not of God or whatever the case. So for years, I would be changing myself and see the effed up thing is, I don't have sex with. Look, only time I may do it is when I'm in a relationship. You know, when I'm working towards something, right? Sleeping around and doing extra stuff, no man, no ham, right. no cheese. So We're I'm similar. not a, a hoe. But I, I enjoy and I embrace my sensuality, my yep. femininity, my sexuality. Right. So anyway, like I said, dealing with the church, they'll tell you, oh, you can't do this and you can't dress like this and you can't look like this. And so here I am trying to conform, change this. And girl, I became lost and I would be praying for deliverance. Like, Lord, please deliver me. Save me from the spirit of, because you know they call it Jezebel. Save me from the spirit of Jezebel and yada yada. First no. of all, I'm at a place know, now. As you get older, I don't even care. As you get older, you realize that Jezebel was just having fun. <laughs> she was just having well, fun. Well, look, Jezebel and, and was, I a controlling, I Jezebel was a controlling, manipulative spirit. And okay? You, you know. Jezebel. And that's why I'm saying, like, people really need to do their research. Mm-hmm. Because, for real, for real, Jezebel was just a controlling, manipulative manipulative spirit. Now, they're always saying that, I guess, she wore the jewelry and all that extra stuff. So, mm-hmm. if a woman has all the jewelry on and all that, oh, she got the Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Right. No. And it's like, okay. I know plenty of women that will wear all the jewelry and all the extra stuff, but they are so submissive. Mm-hmm. And control upon them, you and, know. So and anyway, we're gonna get into you know some some Robert because okay now I understand a lot of people are gonna probably hate me for saying this and be like okay, you don't know what you're talking about you weren't there but you weren't there so you don't know what you're talking about I honestly don't think as R Kelly said I really don't think he did it. Now, the peeing on the kid, I do believe he did that. Because I've seen that video a couple of times from different angles. And I do believe he did that. But, Javi, when you have sex, you know who you have sex with. If you are not of the age to have sex, you shouldn't be having sex. And I get it. Some kids are exposed to things at a certain age. That's why you don't watch certain things and you cover your eyes and this and this and this. And I get it. But when you're having sex with a grown ass man, you know you're getting dick. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. My mother watching my life. Mom, I'm sorry, but you know, you know you get, you know when you're getting dick. You don't. You're not about to sit here and say, "Oh, well, he just wanted to take me to the movies." What are you gonna do after the movies? Because half the time, when you're in the movies, you're kissing, he nibbling on your ear, he feeding you popcorn. You know, you're getting, you know, steamy in the movie theater. 
So what you think gonna happen after that? You just don't have foreplay and then go to bed afterwards. Like, that's not how that works. I'm through. I'm through with you. That's not how that works. This is you what know? I'm gonna say about that situation. Hold on. I don't know what Need some water, girl. My throat. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I also think that these kids, some of them, their parents set them up. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that some of them, them parents. Now I don't know. I ain't really look too deep into it. I ain't really do too much research. But he pretty much was sleeping with a lot of younger girls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So based off, you remember the two twins? Mm-hmm. He, he was messing with them two. Were they sisters or something? Yeah. Okay. What? Who is this? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm a Christian today. I'm a Christian today. We not, we not. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. They're laying low for a reason. Yeah. Laying low yes. for a reason. Okay. But, um, you know, I believe that you attract who you want. Your inner demons speak to a certain person. That's why we got to get back to the soul ties. Because you create a soul tie when you attract what you're putting out. You're projecting something. So, if I'm sitting here... We just want to use that as an example. I don't want to get blocked, you know. But if I'm sitting here, ooh, if I'm sitting here, like, let them things hang. Let if them I'm sitting here bang. like this, okay. hey, daddy, hey daddy, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, who who you think going to come? A hey, daddy, nigga. Like, but if I'm sitting here covered up, you know, you know, a hey, daddy may come, but he's not going to stay because he's not seeing what he wants you have to present yourself to get what you want and my dad always told me and you know a woman is the sexiest when she covered up you know cause you can see the whole physique that's why they had the fucking silhouette challenge and shit like that but people was you know doing too much I'm not about to sit here and show my whole fucking coochie and, and, and ass cheeks to the world okay we're not doing that but what we will do is I feel like I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna get blocked. What I do is you know project ourselves how we want, and it's all about how you're presenting yourself. You have to present yourself for what you want. Cause when you go to a job interview, are you sitting here with your ass cheeks out and your titties out and like, oh well, I want this job. You know, look at my titties. I want this job, and you know, I wanna. I want to suck some dick, but I want to do this. But I want this. I want the money, though. So what's up? I want the money. I want the money. You you're not supposed to let the money make you, and you're supposed to make the money. You know. But at the end of the day, you have to present yourself for what you want. So why are you not doing that with your whole being? You have a temple. This is my temple. I am fucking beautiful. I am intelligent. I have so much to offer. It's not just my body. My body's just a plus at this point. And my face, my face says it all, okay? I'm fucking beautiful. I, I could look at y'all all day, not show shit. Sat here, not show shit. 
you know, and we're going to get back to it. But it's like you have to be able to switch it up. And if you don't know how to turn it on and turn it off, then you're going to attract a person. I think that's most important because for me, for example, like I said, I don't really like to wear clothes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm a mermaid. I think that's what it is. I'm just a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to wear clothes. So the clothes that I do have, um, they can be a bit revealing, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Um, but like, for example, let's say if I have a belly shirt on, mm -hmm. um, I'll wear some longer shorts mm -hmm. or I wear like some jeans, you know, kind of to make it a little bit more classy. Right. You know? Um, or like, for example, I took my daughter, I'm trying to enroll my baby girl in a Christian school. All right. And yeah, you know how that goes. You know how that is. So anyway, she gonna be, I'm coming she up gonna be, tattoos, she gonna be sneaking off to the concert trying to um do the sister acting shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I have put myself on a long loose dress. Mm -hmm. I put on a jean jacket. Uh -huh. You know, because I had to make it a little bit more classy. I want them to be able to take me seriously. Mm -hmm. Not just take me seriously, but take my daughter seriously. Right. So what you just said as far as knowing how to turn it on and off, like, in the outside world, oh, girl, I'm going to dress however I want to dress. And if right. I run into you on the streets, I do not care. Right. But when I'm stepping up in your building, especially, like, the church, for example, mm -hmm. um, I will definitely, if I have on a form-fitting dress, I'm mm -hmm. going to wear myself something to cover up all my extra curves, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm still working on it. I'm still learning. Because my mind, I'm the type of person, I just don't care. Right. Okay? And just if, don't my up. thing is, and I'm not telling women how to dress. I'm not telling women how to present yourself. But no, I'm no, not no, no, I'm no. not, I'm not, I'm not your mother, you know? And your mother might not even be able to do that. Because a person going to do what the fuck they want to do. And, then, and I should know, I'm a person who does what the fuck they want to do. So, yeah. you know, but it's about, it's a time, it's a time and a place for everything. You're not yeah. about to go to the club and twerk your ass in, in a poom poom shirts and then go to church the next morning in them same poom poom shirts we, and, and just put a blazer on. We're not doing that. That's not how, you know, that's not how you do things, but it's yeah. about and what let you want to attract. Because people always say, oh, well, I can go to church however I want to go to church. Because of that whole saying of, come, come as, as you are. I that's hate bullshit. It when people throw that excuse. Okay. I really do. I, I hate that too. If somebody came up in your house mm -hmm. and they, you don't want nobody smoking or doing anything, you have a set code for mm -hmm. your home. You would appreciate it if that person would come in there and respect your code. Right. People have to stop being like, oh, well, it's come as you are and yada, yada. Right. Cut it out. And I get, no, trust me, I get it. But if that's the case, then why, when you were at school, right? Did you remember fucking high school shit? The, and we ain't going to talk about it because I really got annoyed, okay? 
I ain't had. I'm not gonna say. Well, I ain't had no ass when I was in high school at all. I was flat as a board. Okay, but I had a little something. But you know, the bitches with ass, they wasn't allowed to wear certain shit. You know, and then bitches with curves, they not allowed to wear certain shit. But my thing is, why the fuck you sexualize the fucking kids? Because at the end, I get it. They say, oh, it's a distraction to the boys. You know what? Tell the boys to mind their motherfucking business. Okay? Mind your mother. Pay attention to your motherfucking schoolwork. Stop. What, what you looking over here for? Because that was my favorite thing to, to say. I'm when surprised a, they did that. When people, when people like would look at me or a certain type of way or because I would wear like dresses sometimes. I remember I used to, and my mom already know about this. So I used to take my mom heels on Friday. Like every Friday I would take a pair of her new heels that she didn't wear. And it was in the box. I would take a pair of her shoes. And you was going to school in a pair of heels. Yep, every Friday in a different dress. I I would have I would wear a nice ass outfit on Fridays, okay. and then I would throw her heels on. I would act like I had on like sandals or something, and then I'll have her heels in my backpack, okay. and I would throw the heels on. No, no, my goddamn ass can't walk in heels. But I thought I was cute, so I would just wear them at my desk, and. You know, when I got had to get up to walk to the pencil sharpener or whatever, I take the bitches off, put my slides on, the slides on, and then I would put them back on. Cause they look cute on my feet. I just couldn't walk in them. Now, you know, but that's none of your business. Why are you in my business? Why are you paying attention to what I have going on? Because I hate that saying. You look good, girl. They can't help you. I would hate that saying when they say, "This always gets me." Boys will be boys. No, boys are who. It's the truth. But I hate that because they use it in the most reckless way, especially when you know somebody gets like grounded in yourself. That's when, especially like when a woman gets like assaulted or raped or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, boys are gonna be boys." She never should have. What did? Well, what did she have on? I don't give a fuck if I had on a motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if I had on a motherfucking G string and a motherfucking plastic bag. You're not allowed to fucking come over to me and be like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Like, that's not a boys will be boys type of thing. That's more of a mindset thing. That's a self control thing. Because what if I went to, you know, up to a nigga while I was out at the mall, seeing he had a big dick? And I just grab his shit. Oh, girls gonna be girls. Women gonna be... No, they gonna start calling me a hoe. What you doing? You doing too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened? I thought boys will be boys. Girls are gonna be girls, right? There is a double standard. I do, but I think that we... Both genders need to stop putting their eyes on the opposite gender. Like... And I say this all the time. Because I know that there's men that need to fix things. And I know that there's women that need to fix things. So, us as women need to continue to keep our eyes on ourselves and improve ourselves. Right. The reality is, it, yes, it's wrong for a man to do something to us just because we feel comfortable enough to be how we are. That's right. effed up. You should never do that. But mm-hmm. I will say this. If you're running around with a daggone G-string, <laughs> you won't trigger a man. Okay. Now, like I said, it's effed up. It's not right. That man should not do shit to you, period. That's not right. He needs to control himself. Right. But baby girl, if you got a, okay, juicy booty, juicy, all of that. Uh-huh. And I get it. Trust me. I string on. 
me to respect you because that's going that's the, that might trigger some people but don't expect me to think you're a lady if you look like a whore okay yeah like that commercial used to say um it used to be a commercial that came on on tv when the lady said um it was like a cheese commercial or some shit but she said why are you bringing this girl here she dressed her like a prostitute and then all she had on was a, sh- a v-neck shirt and her clean, he was like, she got her titties up. She dressed like a prostitute. Why? Because, you know, her titties is dope. And I get it. I mean, dress how you want to dress, but you have to know that you are grounded within yourself. So you know who you are. So you know you're not a prostitute. You know you're not a whore. You know you didn't deserve. Exactly. So you know. that's what I was going to say. Like, I think one thing that society needs to stop doing for real is associating the way a person dresses with whole-ish characteristics or a prostitute, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. just because a girl, especially me, like I said, I'm a model. For some reason, I'm a free-spirited model as well. Mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't know what's wrong with me as to why I like to dress the way that I dress, but Mm -hmm. I just dress the way that I dress. Mm -hmm. But you better believe when you are in my presence, you're going to know that I look at myself like a queen. You're going to feel it. Whether I have a belly shirt on and some short shorts on or not. You're right. going, and how I know is men, they won't disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? And maybe it's because I'm six foot two and mm-hmm. I'm tatted up and I don't really ever have a smile on my face. So maybe they're scared. Maybe yeah. that's why they don't really come to be like that. Right. I don't know. But I just feel like like you said, if you're grounded within yourself mm-hmm. and you know, look, I'm not out here sleeping around. I cherish what God has given me. Mm-hmm. You understand? I don't just pass it around and I don't be out here twerking and popping and doing all the extra stuff. But yes, I may have a little belly shirt on. Yes, my cleavage might be out dangling a little bit. You know, yes, my booty might be looking plump and delicious in these jeans. But... I'm a freaking lady. Yeah. I'm still a lady. I feel true? like being a lady is more so a mindset. Ask your day what they will say. I'm a lady. Okay. I'm a lady. Treat me like one. Okay. I, I mean, when we get behind closed doors, do what you like. You know, if you're my man. But I'm not about to, like you said, I'm not about to sit here and slip around with a bunch of different people. And I hate that society goes by oh, word of mouth type shit. And I hated that in high school. I hated that in society. You know, as an adult, a man can say he fucked something and people go with it. Not knowing that he might have actually raped her. She don't even remember fucking him. So when she hear, he fucked me. When did he fuck me? Like, I, I never had sex with him. And I can count on both hands the, the amount of guys I've I've had sex with, but there's a lot of people who will say, oh, well, I did this, I did that. No, you didn't. Because unless I got proof of of it, okay? For real, 
Unless I got proof of it, we not we not gonna say, oh, you know, you fucked me or you did this. Cause a lot of men will sit here and lie on their motherfucking dick just because a bitch look good. It happens all the time. If you are a man that lies on your pee pee, grow up. For real. That's not cute. That's not how you get clout. Okay? That is sickening. You, are you that insecure? To the point where you have to lie on your your pee pee just to get some type of clout, just to make yourself feel good? If you are that insecure, take a second and pray. Right. Meditate. Right. And don't have yourself for real. Because that is not cute. You don't need to put on a facade because at the end of the day I can if you can walk up to a chick and say hey yo ma I just want to I want to talk to you for a minute woo, woo. you have to be confident it's about confidence for me my nigga got confidence yes. it's the confidence for me securing yourself yes. be securing and your I motherfucking shit a lot of the problem like <laughs> a lot of these men they find their confidence in sleeping with certain women uh-huh. and so if they get rejected by a woman, you know, it's like, oh, well, I, I didn't even want you anyway. F you. I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? But you did. And I hate, yo, I, I that's hate. So I, I hate that. Yo, you reject somebody and they be like, I didn't even want your fucking bitch ass anyway. Bitch, yes, you did. You never would have fucking came over here. You never would have fucking came over here if you didn't want me. You wanted me and you can't have me. So you're mad. And be mad. That is so that's fine. Like, and that's a you know, and I know that when I raise my, you know, kids, when I have kids, and I raise, if I have a son, and I raise him, I'm gonna let him know rejection is okay. Now, if a woman is disrespectful to you, you know, be like, yo, you ain't gotta do that. You don't be one of those loud black men, cause I hate, I hate men that argue with women. I That's hate. Not their girlfriend. I I don't give a fuck if I'm your girlfriend or not. Don't fucking argue with me. Don't fucking don't do it. Like that shit get me tight. That shit get me tight. I don't give a relationship with you. No, I mean it depends on the type of argument, okay? But I'm saying if we, you know, don't sit here and be like, oh, you took the last piece of this, this, and this, and you sitting here, ar-. nigga, go to the store and get some more. <laughs> Don't do that. Like, what are we arguing for? Well, you could just... We have resources. We, yeah. We're Yeah, I don't want a man that's going to argue with me, but I do want a man that will challenge me. Yeah. And yeah. That. And just saying it, it turns me on. That, what is wrong with me? Okay. That... that Grab me up. Let me know. I need, I look, you I need a man that will challenge me. Jump me up, nigga. Jump me up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know what is wrong with me, but I really am yes, so serious. I love that. I love it when a man just like takes charge. Like, yeah, it's a it's, it's a way to do it, and you have to be willing, like I said, to be submissive to that type of and y'all have to be on that level of submission because there's different levels of submission. We're gonna get into that in a minute. Okay, there's different levels to everything. But when you're being submissive, there's different levels of submission. 
there's yeah. you know the beginner level where okay yeah daddy no problem yeah daddy i'll do it now if the nigga start saying bitch go make my sandwich i want my sandwich done at five o'clock oh, no, sir. No, sir. now don't do that and then i i was seeing on going viral on facebook um like a year or so ago it was this video of this man and his girlfriend or his wife i don't know if his girlfriend or wife but his woman and she was like feeding him breakfast and he was telling her you know what to give him he was like more eggs more this but this nigga had on a bib and shit like he looked like a kid and i was just like so are we role playing or are we because i I don't now, understand. I ain't even gonna lie, like, <laughs> I would do that for my man. Yeah, I don't like, mind. I if, if you treat me like a complete and total queen, I mean, you ain't disrespecting me. You're loyal. You're telling me the whole truth and nothing but the daggone truth. You know what I'm saying? You uh, supporting me in, in every way possible. Oh, you want me to get on my knees and you baby you want to eat it from my mouth you can eat it from whatever you want look whatever you want I you got can you. have whatever you like if a man is doing his part, there shouldn't be a no, a single right. no right. given to that man. If right. he is doing his part, girl, do your motherfucking right. part. But, so we're going to get into that in a minute. Stop giving your regular ass boyfriend that you knew for two weeks wife tendencies, okay? He don't need to know where you work at. He don't need to... Don't be giving somebody that you only know for 2.5 seconds girlfriend, wife tendencies like right off back. Because they don't deserve that. They haven't exposed that they deserve that. Now once they expose that level that they deserve that type of submission from you then you can give it to them. That's appropriate. That's the truth. But you ha- they have to y'all both have to have that equal security and submission for each other. Cause you can't just be submissive to a guy and he he only think of you as his little friend. Oh, that's my little friend when he introduced you to people. That's my little friend. Don't downgrade me in public. Don't do that. I I, I don't go for that. Because I'm too popping to be downgraded to a picnic. Okay? <laughs> We're not doing that. Now, you can't say that it's not okay and then do something else. I get it. Like, people have different types of relationships. Everybody's relationship is different. Some people are in polyamorous relationships. I like monogamous. I don't mind, you know, checking out a shorty. If she cute, like she cute. I'ma tell her she cute. That's cool. Like, what's up? I don't know. You know? When it comes to the sharing, I don't know. But um we're not what we're not gonna do is be disrespectful and think you can have your cake and eat it too. I don't I don't deal with that. And that's the difference. Like guys like that who lie and then they wanna be like have the submissive type girlfriend, like I do anything for you, the preacher's wife type of woman. But and let's not get into preachers because I'm I might hurt some people's feelings. Preachers are the biggest hypocrites of a lifetime. Okay? Y'all yeah, 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 sit here and say, oh, praise Jesus, praise this and praise that. Kirk Franklin was addicted to porn. Donnie McCurkin used to fuck prostitutes. 
okay? And he used to dabble in some gay shit, okay? Um, and it's a lot of preachers. Um, what is T.D. Jakes? I think he used to be like a pimp or some shit like that. Or he used to work at a strip club or some shit like that. So, it's a lot of preachers that, that, that are hypocrites. But they say, God saved me. I'm a turnaround man. Bullshit. Feed me the next lie. Cause I, I, I think that when it comes to that, I think that people need to... The real issue is people put preachers on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And as soon as a preacher messes up, it's like, uh, oh, they're hypocrites, they're this, they're that. But we're forgetting that preachers are still people. They're still humans. Now, when it becomes a problem is when this preacher thinks that they're better than everybody because they have a title. Mm-hmm. Just because they have the title of being called a preacher. Right. So then they're running around, you know, thinking that they're all high and mighty when last night you was just at the titty bar and doing your thing. <laughs> right. And you know that's the thing. Like, humble yourself, preacher. That's the thing. Bring yourself back down. You cannot... Okay, title, only title, only title, only title that means shit is a business title, okay, car title, house title, okay, those are things that mean significant things, titles don't mean shit, because just because we got a title, that don't mean I'm the only one, just because we got a title, that don't mean you the only one, not saying that in general. Uh, I, I'm loyal. I, I don't. I, I ain't. You know. I ain't like that. But a lot of times, people make significance in titles. They be like, "Oh, I need to be your wife. I need to have your last name. This and that." You you may have a nigga last name, but that don't mean the nigga not gonna give you AIDS. I I, I don't want to disrespect Magic Johnson or nothing like that, right? But Magic Johnson, perfect example. He was married to his wife. They was dating girlfriend, boyfriend. I don't know when he got AIDS. But during their relationship, before they got married, he got AIDS. And she still married him. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. You cheat on me one time, I'm done. Like, And then you give me, like, I don't think he gave her AIDS. But he got HIV during their relationship. And it turned into AIDS, like, as they were together longer and longer and shit like that. Even Eazy-E, for example. Because I know Eazy-E ended up dying and shit when he found out he had AIDS. Um, Because he had it for so long. And a lot of men and women, I'm not just going to say men, but a lot of men and women have diseases that they don't know about. And then they wait a long time until it's drawn out. And then they, they sleep with somebody and be like... Oh, you gave that to me. Nigga, I have my records. So, I carry them shits on my phone. So, don't ever tell me I gave you anything. If anything was given, it was from you. So, let's not do that. It's an exchange. And a lot of people take them titles so seriously. But it comes with so much. You shouldn't be worried about a title. A title is fine. You should be worried about the bond. What business are y'all going to start together? Where are y'all going to go in the next five years? Do you have a plan? Because relationships should have short-term and long-term goals. Just like friendships should have short-term and long-term goals. Personally, as a person, you should have short-term and long-term goals. You 
should have those goals for your relationship i get it relationships go wrong stuff happens people grow apart people are together for five ten years and they fucking you know leave each other and shit happens i get it but don't be so stuck on that relationship because once you stuck on one thing you're not gonna see anything else it's kind of like you got tunnel vision for that one thing and you're going to get lost because you're going to keep getting let down when that person isn't giving you what you want. You know, and it's fine to have like a kid with somebody and shit not work out. That happens all the time. This is America. This is the universe that that happens, you know, but don't expect to have a kid with somebody and then be mad like five, six years later when they decide to leave you. Or, you know, y'all keep, like, doing shit. Or y'all want to get married and he don't want to get married. Like, y'all need to have significant, uncomfortable conversations with the person you're dating to see what they what their mindset is. Because people ignore the red flags often. And when you have a bunch of different red flags, blatant red flags in front of your face... It's kind of like, what what are we doing? Because I'm seeing red and you seeing green. And them two colors don't mix at all. So you kind of have to. Oh, I think she left. Hold on. I got to probably add her back in a minute. She, You kind of have to be able to coexist with who you're with and be able to level up with the person you're with if y'all cannot go half on a business together if y'all cannot go half on a house together if y'all cannot go half on anything together why are y'all going half on a baby that's what i want to know why are you going half on a baby if you can't even go half um on why are you going half on a baby and you can't even go half on something that's going to last longer? My bad. You can't even go half on something that lasts longer than a kid. But y'all want to go half on a baby. But y'all can't go half on a business. Y'all can't go half on a house. Y'all can't go half on a Happy Meal at McDonald's. But you want me to go half on a, on a living life with you? I, I'm confused. You want me to have your last name. But I can't... But I can't even level up to Red Lobster. But you want me to have your last name. What happened to my to my Red Lobster meal? Like, and I'm not saying it's all about the money, but you have to have the equal It's about building something. Significance. And that's what I'm saying. It's not people do that. What's up, too pressed for the, the title. Mm-hmm. They're just too pressed for the, oh, I'm trying to get married, I'm trying to get married. Okay, you get married. And What's next? What? what are you guys creating? It's that's not just the thing. about People just title. think marriage is just this big, big basketball game. It's the championship ring. Nigga, I could buy a ring off of Amazon for myself and marry myself. I'm a bad bitch. I can marry, I could do that. You could do that. We both could do that. Like, the ring don't mean shit. Rings don't mean a thing. Okay. Rings don't mean anything. It's about who's attached to it. What spirit is attached to that person? What are they going to bring to the table for you? What are they adding to the table 
for you? That's the question. Like, what does a person you're with add to? Because if they don't add to shit, you can't, you shouldn't be with them. If they can't add to anything, you shouldn't be with them. I'm just saying. Like, I'm so serious. If they cannot add to you, they shouldn't be at your table. Because I'm the table. I've said this before. I'm the whole table. I'm the house. I'm the foundation. I'm the structure. I'm the bricks to build the... I'm everything. So, you have to come correct. And just like a man. A man is everything. Because he's the... He's the equal beneficial arrangement. It should be a beneficial arrangement between both of you. It shouldn't be half and half. It should never be one does more for the other. Or nothing like that. You both need to be able to meet eye to eye. Because if you can't and you can't meet eye to eye and level up together. Somebody's always going to fall short. And it's always going to be a competition. And you don't want competition in your relationship ever you shouldn't be wanting to compete with your partner ever you're never supposed to do that i don't care how long y'all been together how much y'all love each other you're never supposed to compete with who you lay down with because if you can compete with somebody you're you're sleeping with then y'all always gonna outdo each other and y'all shouldn't be wanting to outdo each other y'all should be wanting to get successful together and it's about the significance of the gains and the hustle. But if you can't hustle with your partner too, then I get it. Like you, you got to be able to outdo them. But it should be friendly competition, not competitive. I just feel that way. That's just me, you know. And that's all I got to say. But I'm going to let Sierra come back on if she can't. Then I'ma go and do it do out. But yeah, make sure y'all stay grounded in who you are. Make sure that you create generational wealth. Make sure that your kids, 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 grandkids, kids, great grandkids have something to fall back on that represents you. That said, I did this. I was here. I made this possible. Make sure that's that's available to you. Because if it's not, you're never going to be able to be successful. Like, ever. And I mean actual success. I don't mean just minimum success. A lot of people have minimum success. What's the maximum? What's the extraordinary? What's the highest level of success that you could reach? That should be what you're going after. You shouldn't just be going after, like I said, a ring. Or, you know, I want that brand new car. I want that brand new Lexus. Okay, but what's next after that? You want the Lexus, but do you got the house to match? You want the brand new BMW, but do you got... (coughs) My bad. I added you. Did did it work? Okay. It works. I'm back. Okay. I know, but what I was saying was that you can't ask for the bare minimum for, from yourself and expect extraordinary from your partner. Y'all have to be equal. Y'all have to be equal. 
everything has to be equal. So you you can't you can, like I said you can't buy a Lexus but then be sleeping in a Motel Six. What you buy a Lexus for? That could have been rent money. That could have been your mortgage. Like you have to have the equal opportunity and in, in your financial, mental, spiritual, all of that. They have to be equally yoked with you all across the board. Because if they're not, it's going to create tension and competition. You don't want yeah. competition in your relationship. Yes, you don't. Mm-mm. Friendly competition, that's cool. Y'all playing video games, y'all play fighting, that, that's cool. Like, you know, oh, babe, I'm going to reach $200 by the end of the week. How much you going to make? I'm going to reach this. You know, that. that's yeah. okay. But if they aren't on your level mentally you can't possibly reach them spiritually that's the truth and that's why like honestly i feel like yeah i'll be one in a relationship but i really feel like i would prefer to get myself together before i get in a relationship with somebody because when i'm trying to build like i don't have time for distraction. Uh-huh. So if I'm in a relationship with somebody that's cheating, you're lying, you're doing all this extra stuff, you mm-hmm. won't throw me off. Right. And I don't need that. Right. Know? So I think that that's also something that I had to learn because I've done wasted so much time being in these relationships with these people, you know, trying to please them. And I would press pause on everything that I was supposed to be building within myself. And I've done delayed and procrastinated so much in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm at a place now where it's like, if you're not on the same level or at least higher than me, I can't be with you. Because I'm trying to get better. I got a daughter to feed. I'm trying to, you know, build long-term financial wealth for my children. I don't have time for that extra stuff. I really don't. Right. So what you're saying is the truth. You need to be equally yoked with your significant other or even if your significant other is higher than you mm-hmm. or even if you're higher than your significant other that's still okay as long as some as long as they're striving to get to your level right as long as they're striving to get to you know their level right it has to be equal all across the board because what you don't want and it happens all the time the number one cause of divorce i'm gonna tell y'all so y'all know Financial, it's financial. It's like financial something. It has something to do with finances. It's either finances or sex, lack of sex, like literally. So, if you can't be sexually compatible with your partner, which I don't even know why you with somebody if they can't fuck you right. I'm just, I, if they can't fuck or eat right, gotta go. I, I, I. I somebody do it right you could you could you could try but some people just don't know how to learn some people just don't know and i i just like you just gotta be open and willing to learn but if they're but if they're not open and willing because they're attached to something from their past they they gotta go that's what I'm saying. If it's not on a, on the same level. And yes, you could teach somebody. Just like you could teach somebody how to love you. Because everybody's love language is different. Everybody's love language is, is different. True. And I may... Just true. because... Teach them, but if they're not receptive to 
to what you're trying to teach them? Because if I, because like my level, I, I agree with all five love languages. So I like gifts. I like to be, I like words of affirmation. I love to be spoiled. I love little dates. I like romantic setups. Like I agree with all love languages. You just extra. You just too much. I just like everything because it speaks <laughs> to my soul. It speaks to different levels to my soul. Yeah, so, I feel it. And I, feel it. I have those expectations for myself because I know how to spoil somebody. So yeah. if I know how to spoil you, I, I should expect you to learn how to spoil me or at least right. try and see if it's okay with me. And if it's not, I give you tips. I might make you flashcards on how to do it. You know, for next time, send you little hints. I don't know, but don't sit here and tell me, Oh, it's not enough. I can't do this. I can't do that. Cause when you say you can't guess what? There's somebody who can get out. <laughs> Hey, this is too hard. Goodbye. You're not the one. Because you're, you're not about because to sit like here. I said, I would give the same. You know, I would do the same. I wouldn't be thinking, oh, this is too hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would be thinking, okay, this is what you want. I'm going to change it. Especially if you're giving the same back to me. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you tell me, oh, you're too difficult or, or you're asking for too much, on to mm-hmm. next. I can do that. I could do bad all by myself. I can. And a lot of people, a lot of people expect their partners to complete them. That's why they get so mad. They get so mad when they can't reach them or they can't uh, do this or they can't, you know, they can't meet their expectations because you're expecting them to fill a blank hole that you should fill with self-love. And that's why a lot of females get mad when they see their ex with a new chick who looks better than them because they might be insecure about how they look, you know. And I get it because I was insecure at a point. I was insecure as shit. That's why I took a year off from dating, to be honest, because I was I was hella insecure because I was always told I wasn't good enough to be posted. I'm not pretty enough to be posted. You're not cute enough you know to be seen with me in public so we gotta go out at night like I'm just just uh, a, uh, like it was it was a lot motherfuckers used to but I had I was so like depressed one time because I was dating this guy I was dating this guy and he was like younger than me he was like a couple years younger than me but I always wanted to go to college, like his college events with him. And right. he told me I couldn't go. And I asked him one day. Because of how you looked. He said I wasn't pretty enough to be seen with him because all of his, he said all of his frat, frat brothers had pretty girlfriends and they were all light skinned. Oh, no, 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 ma'am. And so I'm like, you're listening to fraternity niggas and not somebody who genuinely loves you. Like cares about you, and this was the same guy. I like I didn't, know, but back then I didn't know my self worth, and I used to look at his likes on Instagram and see if I could look like them. But it wasn't, it wasn't nothing I could ever look like because one, all the bitches were light skin, like they was all light skin and they all had like curly hair and shit like that. I got curly hair, but I'm not, I'm not ever gonna be light skin. I, I I love my chocolate too much. So I just had to find okay. some, somebody this who loved me. I was telling somebody, like, beauty, it looked 
legitimately comes from within, like for real. And I think a lot of women get too caught up in comparing themselves, you know, physically, uh-huh. when really and truly there is no comparison. Right. Look at, like seriously, look at your soul. Mm-hmm. Look at your spirit. Like, and I tell people this all the time. For me, when it comes to uh, other women, mm-hmm. I say all the time, the only thing that differentiates me between all of these other beautiful women is my relationship with God. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's, it's important for a lot of women to find that foundation. Because mm-hmm. when you have that foundation, it's like no matter what is being blown at you or said to you, right. you're not swaying left and right. You're not whatever that right. foundation is for you. But I'm telling you, looks that's not a good foundation to stand upon because you could be beautiful today and a mess tomorrow. You know what right. I mean? Something could happen to you and your beauty is taken away. Right. So then what? Right. Where is your foundation? And that's, that's a lot of things. And it's, it's crazy because a lot of women are, you know, not, not to judge, you know, if you want to get work done on your body, get work done on your body. That's cool. Cause one that, day if I have more children, I might get a little something. That's fine. But don't do it because you think it's going to keep a man. Just like a lot of women have babies with men because they think it's going to keep their family together. And it actually tears their family further apart because he didn't want you to begin with. He was already dogging you the fuck out, you know. But now you're like having having baby after baby after baby after baby in hopes that he's going to stay and he didn't want you after the first one. He didn't even want the first one with you, to be honest. But, you know, it's it's fine. And I get it. You get work done. But before you get work done on your body, work within yourself so that you love yourself enough to know that you're not a reflection. Because you're going to look in the mirror. Because one day, I'm going to have a breakdown moment. One day, I looked in the mirror. I didn't even know who I was. Like, I didn't know who I was. And it, it hurt me, and it broke me down even more because I, I wasn't secure. With, I didn't know, like, who I was until it took me about a year and a half to, like, fully love myself. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I was in my late, like, 20s, so a couple years ago. I just started loving myself for who I was. I stopped wearing makeup, Girl, I stopped like... I loving myself for who I was the other day. <laughs> <laughs> It just started the other day, for real. <laughs> yeah, but, I was just like, fuck what everybody else thinks. I really don't give a fuck. I'm so serious. I had a mental breakdown for it. I, I'm so serious. Mm-hmm. I was through. I said, F everything. F everybody's opinion. F mm-hmm. religion. F everything. I'm done. I'm through. Mm, right. Because I felt like I was trying to find my identity in all of those things. Yeah. And it's like my identity wasn't in those things. Right. And you can you can have a relationship with God and yourself, and that's fine. I like I said before, because I don't want people to think I'm fraudulent. Because I've said it before, I'm not religious at any any part. I may post spiritual stuff here and there, but that's for my audience. That's not for me personally. I I I don't really dabble in that because it's a lot of confusion. People get confused in religion, and we was talking about it earlier when you said you know you thought. One way and it was this way and you were just confused. 
I got yes. you. Religion is very... Let me tell you, that's not God. That's not God. Unfortunately, that's these pastors and these preachers and these prophets and these apostles and all these people with these titles that don't mean crap for real. Right. That's their fault. They're taking the word of God or God. They're taking God and they're flipping it and they're confusing it. They're trying to make it adjust to what they mm -hmm. think and how mm -hmm. they feel. And then they try to impose that upon people like you and me. Instead of coming to us and telling us, look, have a relationship with God for yourself. No matter what that looks like, have that between you and God. Because even in the Bible, it says to not argue with each other based off of petty opinions. Like, for example, if somebody wants to be a vegan, they don't want to eat no meat. God, They feel like God told them don't eat any meat. But then you have another person that feels like God told them to eat meat, enjoy, do whatever. Don't be telling so you know what I'm saying? Don't tell, tell me one that. person they're wrong and then tell the other person they're wrong. That's between them and God. Right. So that's what the real issue is. It's not God. Right. And I have, so I know y'all probably going to think I'm like a child, but I really think if you haven't watched Moana, like you really should. And then look up the story behind Moana. Um, because that was like, in Hawaii, they have um, this thing where they have a god of the, of the land, which is a woman. And then they have a god of the sea, which is, um, I think it's like a mixture between a man and a woman. I'm not sure. But it's like fire and water. And the message behind that spoke to me so much because it's like the conflicting of the two and you know, you birth yourself. You, you, you rebirth every time you wake up, you're rebirthed. If you didn't know, like, because you have a new start, you yawn, you got cold in your eyes. You, you know, you look like a baby when you wake up in the morning without your fucking, <laughs> your fucking base on and shit like that. Like, you know, you're rebirthed. So, why restrict yourself into a form of like Kim Kardashian? You want to look like Kim Kardashian. You want to look like Nicki Minaj. You want to look like another person, another woman you've seen on Instagram. I used to do that because in my past relationships, all they liked was like big booty bitches. Like all they liked is bitches with big asses and big titties. And I'm always going to like that. And I, but I get it. But I didn't know myself. So, me not knowing myself, I used to think, oh, I'd never have a big ass. But then I started working out. You know, I started getting my groove back. Stella got her groove back. I love the woman I am. Makeup, no makeup. Hair like this. Hair straight. Hair in braids. Hair. You know, I like myself for me. No matter what face I put on, I still see who I am on the inside. But a lot of women don't see that. So, they cover their shit up with, like, surgery and other shit and shit like that and then they they try to sleep with multiple niggas to get back at the ex nigga and and it's like stupid it's just stupid shit i'm i'm not for the stupid shit don't be around me with no stupid energy because if you got stupid energy i'm gonna treat you stupid <laughs> i'm i'm gonna treat you like you bozo i'm i'm so dead ass serious like i i can't deal with I can't look at, I can't entertain stupid people because it makes me feel like I'm not 
as intelligent as I know I am. And I hate when people treat me like they know they think I'm stupid because they think I'm a fault for their bullshit. And then when I call them out on their bullshit, they get mad. I'm telling you, oh, girl, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother lie. I just be looking at them though. Just be like, this. in my mind, seriously, I be staring them down. I be like, in my mind, I can't believe that this person really thinks mm. that I believe in bullshit. Mm. I can't believe it. And you can expect. And I get cut off. Yeah. Huh? You can expect people to think you're one way when you're not because no. they don't know who you are or they don't know who they are. And... So they they're putting on a facade for you of who they think they are, who they think you're gonna like. Like I, I they, they might that too, so they might like me this way, so I'm gonna act this way. They they might like the quiet white girl, so I'm not gonna act ratchet and ghetto, even though I can get ratchet and ghetto. I'm not gonna I'm act like so, and you can't conform to people's expectations. You cannot do that because you're gonna lose yourself. So much when you conform to others' expectations of you, you have to love yourself for who you are. So me, I I get acne. I get acne everywhere. And when I say I get acne everywhere, I get acne everywhere on my back. My back is the worst. I I hate wearing my back like out. Even though on my birthday I might wear a backless dress. I don't know yet. I don't know if I'm post pictures of it because I'm nervous. But I have this backless dress that I bought. And I'm going to be brave and I'm going to wear it because I've been working out and I've been like training myself. I lost so much weight. I went from 198 to 178, 176. So I'm no longer fat. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm fit. I'm toned and I want to stay that way. I want to stay that way in the right way, but I just don't want to be judged too because i was all like i said i always used to compare oh, myself so you won't be judged. i always used to compare myself to bitches on instagram until God. the man well not until but until i started loving myself and that i really looked at the girls on instagram i was like i don't know why everybody is so fascinated when they could just go to the gym and build their body like you could go to the gym Exactly. More than half of the time, that's a fantasy world. You know, there's so many edits, so many things. Girl, there ain't even no point. But I will tell you this, I'm proud of you. I'm definitely proud Thank of you, you for continuously to continuing to better yourself, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. I know some of the conversations that we have, and it's like you're consistently, you're trying to, not even trying, you are becoming better, mm-hmm. period. And there's no comparison with all these other little girls that are on there that got their bodies done and all that. That's mm-hmm. their walk with God. Leave mm-hmm. it over there. Mm-hmm. You, though, you're battling every single day. Mm-hmm. Fighting to become better. And that, to me, is something that's more beautiful than them girls that be on Instagram right. that just be... And, and I, I know that. And I was thinking, I was like, yo, I look... I was like, I look... Better, yo. I'm about. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to. I got to pause my lives. Sierra, let them know what you do and where to find you. All right, y'all. Like I already said, my name is Sierra Lene. 
I actually have a counseling and mentorship program called Blossoming Inspiration. So if you're looking for some counseling, you're looking for it just to be able to vent. Because really and truly, the answer is already within you. Sometimes we just kind of got to speak, talk, you know, to be able to pull it out, to Mm -hmm. be able to dig it out. So if you're looking to schedule a session with me, Feel free to either send me a message here on Instagram or you can go on my website, www.blossominginspiration.com and go ahead and schedule a session. But I'm telling you right now, it might just be easier if you just send me a message. Just send me a message. And let's literally, let's let's seriously become better together. You have to. Was that corny? Was that corny? Mm -hmm. You good. That was corny? No, you could. You cool. <laughs> you got a vibe. Do what you do. Vibe how you vibe. It's cool. Man, yes, ma'am. But I appreciate you so much. Like, for real. You inspire me. Because Lord knows I be bluffing McMuffins sometimes. <laughs> but you consistently reaching out to me, you know, scheduling these lives. Mm-hmm. It keeps me going. It gives me hope. So mm-hmm. I appreciate it. It's no I problem. You. I appreciate you too. You and you and your vibes. Y'all just we just bask <laughs> off each other's energy. We be yes, it's we just be doing it together for real, for real. You know, you get me through, I get you through. It's cool. Yes, that's how it's supposed to be. You got to move down here to Alabama because I'm telling you, I I'm not coming back up there. I'm not <laughs> well, I come visit. Sex and Thanks to Sierra Lene for stopping by the city, helping me heal y'all. It was a vibe. Have a good day. Love y'all. Deuces.